Welcome back to the Everybody Hates You podcast with your host, Jay Schuler and Myrak. On this episode 306, Dealing with Death, we talk about death, spirituality, and what it means to us. Take the dive. Welcome back to the Everybody Hates You podcast. I'm your host, Jay Schuler, and this is... Myrag. And we're back with part two of season three. We took a little hiatus, and now we back. We back in these screech screech. And yeah. that's just that on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought y'all was safe, but y'all not. And it's not. gang gang. We back. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all not safe at all, okay? I, I told you. I told you. We told you. We out here. <laughs> Period. And it's the start of fall. I'm excited. It is. I'm so. Yeah, see, I'm already ready. It ain't even that cold outside. I got my little sweater on. Mm-hmm. It ain't even that cold outside. I've been it's trying really to. Nice. I've been trying to layer up, and it's not that time yet. But it's I'm, like I'm the trying. weather's being bipolar, though. It, like it is. some days it'd be a little chilly. Then I walked outside today. I was like, oh, maybe I should have looked at the weather app before I came outside. But I was ready for real. Though. I'm like <laughs> ready to wear jeans. I was right. Like, it's, it's like just I'm ready. Not to quite be... there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to be in these sweaters <laughs> and hoodies. We we were supposed to take a bye week. We took like a two month bye week. Yeah, I mean, but we both was busy. Jerome had his play. Oh, which was a lot of fun. See, life been lifing because <laughs> because like I didn't know that the rehearsals for that was gonna start in July for some reason. And that's the bad thing about me. So much, so much going on. I didn't see that the rehearsals were starting in July. I thought they were starting in August. Oh. So it was like a whole month, like before I was expecting to like get in the mode of that. And I right. was like, then my whole schedule changed. Yeah, I completely understand. And then you, you were just you, you were working, working and traveling, doing here, traveling because it was summertime. Yeah, <laughs> I really didn't do a lot of traveling, but I was traveling. I only went like a couple places. It's like you, it's like you did all your traveling, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, and I might do it. Like, it was almost you did all your traveling like in one month. Yeah, I kind of sort of like the beginning. It was like literally like it was beginning of the year, like March. April. No, May. but I'm talking about in July. You had like, you went to like. I only went to DC. I thought. Did yeah, I go somewhere? You went to out of the country. You went to Costa no, Rica. No, I didn't went you? there in May. That wasn't May. Yeah, it was May. Are you serious? Yeah, it was my birthday. Oh my god, it was. It was your birthday. <laughs> it was May. Yo, see, that's what I'm talking about with time. I it don't was have my any. Birthday, yeah. That was a May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that this see- year has been on like. Um, turbo or something. I was about to say hydraulics, but turbo. That's like four months. I thought that was a month ago. No. Oh, my. it was May. Then I went to DC in July, and then I think I went to Brunswick in August. But that was just like some relaxing family thing. Life is a blur. Yeah, I've been chill this year. I haven't been traveling too much. It's probably because I've been working. Yeah, it seemed like with you had a lot going business. on that that month though, because with the hair business and then the um the traveling that you did do, because it felt like it, it was one well, time yeah. where it was two weekends where you August you just, that was my I had to go back home to Savannah and then you did DC DC was July 
See, no, see yeah. now, now it's adding up. You see, it's a, it's and a I man. think because it's like I was going back home a lot this summer too. That's good though. But they're coming here now because <laughs> I'm not I love going when back. Talk about family, and when they like talk about them coming to visit them. And yeah, okay. I'm <laughs> sick of driving. I hate driving with a passion. I did have my uh, my sister, my brother in law, my niece and nephew come visit in July. Oh, yeah, because my niece had went to Italy. Um, and then the weekend that they got back, they came to visit. Okay. It's she flew in back here? No, she she went back to, they're in uh, North Carolina. Oh, okay. It was like a, a school thing. Okay. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, like it was like. college or? High school. And they went to Italy? Mm-hmm. Oh. And then she's into video production, so mm. she's like, she's always vlogging everything that she's doing. That's so, good. Yeah, so she took like a lot of nice photos. Seemed, seemed, seemed fun. So they came to visit and they just hung out for a weekend. And that was fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just yeah. life and life and, you know. Life has been life and. And this is episode three. Let me get the title up. Um, is it episode three for real? I'm not or... episode three. It's episode six. Yeah, I'm like. Because we had had a guest host. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and we did what it was like to be a black dad in 2023. So that was episode five. So this is episode six. Dealing with death. This is a little bit of a somber episode. Um, yeah. I honestly was not prepared for that, y'all. I came in here all chipper, and now we're talking about death, and I'm like, should I be? No, we, we should talk about it. I think at some point it will get sad, but I think in a celebration of life and the process of life, because it's a part of life. It is. Um, Yeah. Okay. Let's get started. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, let's just rip the bandaid off. Because I just feel like, oh, I'm so awkward when it comes to this. I know. We were talking about it a little bit in the first episode. But number one is your first time experiencing a death of a family member, a friend, and a celebrity. Okay, so it's it's So about categories. three people? Yeah. <laughs> no, why did, I, <laughs> why did I do this? It's like this a little more. not mo- funny. I'm going to try to be serious. No, so, yeah, the first but... time experiencing a death of a family member then a friend, and then a celebrity. I don't even think I ever lost one of my friends. No? Good for you, dude. I don't think I have. Laura, forgive me if I'm forgetting anybody, but... It's traumatic, so if you I blocked it out, think, but I don't think you'd block something like that. I don't out. think I lost a friend in death. Like, I knew some people of my age that died, but, like, we weren't close or I didn't really talk to them, so I, I've never really lost a friend i do feel bad when people my age are dying it just gives me a reminder that life is too short but like i yeah i yeah nobody's really close to me and this is the thing about like when when we just live our lives and like we don't have conversations like this because for some people things that are normal like death happening a lot around them like it's happened a lot around me with friends as well so it's almost become normal in my life yeah and it's still traumatic but it's it's like normal but to hear you be like i don't have a friend at all yeah like i like You're- i really know people that die like i was around them before but it wasn't like we were talking on an everyday basis so you're blessed <laughs> yeah i'm like i don't really think i ever had a friend die that moves me but as far as like the closest family member that died to me that actually like moves me was my grandma that sounds very like cliche but it's the truth and like I feel like after that death I kind of like don't get emotional with death no more like 
I'll probably cry on the funeral and that's it. I think I like block it out. I don't really think I deal with it. Like I've probably only been in my grandma's grave about two times. And she's been dead since high school. I was gonna ask you when you lost her. So high school. Okay. Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. And it was like your close grandmother, like it was yeah, like Yeah, we used to go to her house every day after school. This is like your mother's Yeah, my mom's grandma. I never met my dad's grandma. Okay. Or my dad's dad. Okay. They passed away before I was born. Oh wow. But um yeah. My mom's grandma. I mean my mom's mom. Yeah, we used to see her all the time, be at the house all the time. She taught me a lot of my weird kick kinks with food, like putting ketchup in my grits and like boiling sausages so that the skin is rubbery and you eat the meat off the skin, then you chew the skin up afterwards. I get all that weird stuff from her. And chewing bones, y'all. Yes, I chew bones. I am not ashamed to admit it's good for your body. It's good for your health. Um, All those weird kinks I do, I got it from her. Like... Yeah, I used to be up there all the time. Summertime be hot as hell in that house. But it was a nice experience. Could not lay on her couches. I used to get blessed, though. I used to know just not to put your foot on there. But, yeah, that's, like, the most traumatic death I ever had. And then after that, it's like I've lost other people in my family. But it not saying it didn't bother me. I just kind of knew that it's nothing I could do. And I know that they wouldn't want me sitting here crying all yeah. day on my hands yeah. and knees begging, why me? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I deal with death differently than most people. Like, even as a child, like, these, like we had a girl pass away in our school. And I'll never forget this because it made me feel bad because of how I dealt with it. But, like, everyone was sad. We were young, probably, like, in elementary school. Everyone was sad. She passed away. And, I mean, I was sad, too. I knew her. But I am just somebody. I do not like to wallow around in misery no matter what the situation is. So I tried to be lighthearted and, like, crack jokes and laugh. And everybody got mad as fuck. So now I just try to be very, like, sensitive when people die around people. I just be quiet. I don't say anything. I just be quiet and kind of, like say to myself because I don't want to be I just not saying I feel like this is a situation where it's okay to be a Debbie Downer honestly but I just don't like being sad well it's <laughs> a, it's one of the next questions too that everyone deals with grief differently so I don't think there's a a, ba- a wrong way or a right way or a good or bad way to deal with death like yeah. everyone processes it, processes it differently I can relate to you a little bit with like blocking things out so for me, uh, friends passing have it started. It started in high school for me. I lost my grandparents a little um, older, like as an adult. But um, in high school, my junior year of high school, like one of my classmates that we we're doing a play with, like her, her whole family ended up getting murdered. What? Yeah, like one night, like after a rehearsal, it, it was like a, a robbery gone wrong. So like, and then. Even the funeral for that was just traumatic. It was like a oh whole thing. And then like peers, like I had peers that I had known since like fourth grade, even in high school, like where like their family members were getting like shot and killed and stuff like that. So it wasn't like a direct um, thing. But then even in college, my good friend from high school, she, after college, she ended up passing from lupus. Um, I later found out that a guitarist that played for me with my band, like, passed from suicide. Like, I had, like, a lot of friends pass. And then that 
the one from Lupus that was a really close friend of mine, and then another close friend of mine that I was talking about that I knew since fourth grade, he ended up, this was as an adult, like, we were, he, it was planned where he was going to start managing me because he was just mad popular in Jersey City and he had connections and we we're like, let's just put it together. And then the week before we were supposed to have a big meeting with all of these artists and all of these different collect, uh, collectors I had put together, his car spun out or something. And he died in a, a fucking car accident that weekend, mm. like right before his birthday. Yeah, I think he was actually uh, buried on his birthday. Oh my god! Yeah, his wake was so this guy so so popular touched so many people that like there was a line around the corner like for a block to even see him at the wake. During his funeral, I was having car issues, but I was like, I'm I'm not missing this funeral. Like my car was stalling and stopping and everything. And I got there a little late. I had to sit in the waiting room and watch the funeral on, on a te- TV. Yes, that's how that's how packed. The church I've seen was. that just now on an episode of Only Martyrs in the Building. Oh my God, I watched that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did not know funerals get that yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, literally where we had to watch on a television screen. But I've always been worried about seeing. Um, and I got to see him, but I, I don't. I, I feel like the spirit is gone. Like from it's just the vessel after that. And yeah, you can I see don't it. know. I don't think I'm big on like. I only been to probably. Three funerals my whole life. Oh, good. I don't like I it. don't like funerals. I am not a fan. I don't want to go. Like, my grandma funeral traumatized me so bad. Like, I just don't. I feel like I block out, like, the recent funeral I went to was when my uncle passed of COVID. And, like, that was one of, like, my close uncles. Like, he would always come to my dad's house. And my dad was always close. And I think I probably shed, like, two tears Cause I, I just, I promise you guys, I'm not the devil. I just like, I just try to block that out because I just feel like once I get in that door, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And like when my grandma passed, it felt like I didn't cry all that week. I cried when I initially found out and that whole week I blocked it out. And the day of her funeral, it felt like my chest was about to erupt. Like, I was crying on the way to the funeral, got to the funeral, I was crying. At the end of the funeral, I was crying. Like, I felt like I was crying the whole freaking day. I just wanted to get the process over. And, like, I like the when I did visit her grave, I was getting emotional. And I just hate crying. I hate being sad. So I just, I think that's bad. Maybe I need to go therapy. Well, so. Maybe <laughs> I should go when, to therapy. When my grandmother passed um, on my father's side, um, she such a believer in God, like, she died with a smile on her face. Oh, hell no. Yes. Oh, fuck. No, but it was so beautiful, and so, so she looked so peaceful. That's She's the only person that I've seen after the Spirit has left the vessel where I've been like, <laughs> her soul was so strong that she still had remnants of her spirit in her vessel still because she was smiling. Like, I don't, I don't know. And at that funeral, the way my father's side of the family is, like, there was just so much love there. And like she 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 passed in her sleep that like on that one I didn't get emotional at the funeral like when I found out the news like I was with like my roommates and I think we were just sitting at the table and I just got the call and like I had the support of them there and then like I think we ended up smoking and we were freestyling and shit so <laughs> I just was getting all out there so like but um but that one I didn't I didn't cry as much just because the way she went but my mother's uh, mother who passed back like in 2021 that one was unexpected mm-hmm. and like i had lived with her like she was my guardian for oh, um a, yeah. a minute so 
at the funeral, I was surprised. Like, I just, I, I like, lost it at the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> the funeral <laughs> will really be the biggest traumatic. Like, I cannot, I just, and what's crazy is because I worked on cadavers, but these, I don't know these people, but it's like. You worked on Yeah, to get my master's. And that's, that's probably another reason. That's like, scary. Death does not move me. Like, you know, even with my job, we've I've seen some cardiac arrests. I've seen people I recently were talking to an hour ago die with an hour later. But will you say you're training, like, for you to, they mentally prepare you for that? So no, you they say, don't. Oh, shit. They don't so. do no training for, oh, this person's going to come in and die. So we got to talk arms. about this, Miranda, because <laughs> they're not going to train you for that. It's either in you or not. Because um, I will say that I I'm now coming to terms how much I, I haven't dealt with all the death that's been around <laughs> me. So I'm trying to embrace a little bit more because for me, I feel like the way I've, I've blocked it out is. I can express myself through music or like through scripts and I'm like, exactly. See, and because I'm what I'm about to say is that me expressing it that way is not even completely all that healthy because that's still, it's still theatrics in a certain way. Um, but I've, I realized the way for me to be like, okay, I have to stop blocking this out is that there's good memories that surround all of that. And I've been letting this one thing that happened because even though it's a dramatic thing and it's the, you know, we have our beginning and our end and that's going to be there, but it's everything in between that's important. So I'm like trying to like, okay, they, they, they left, but all of the good stuff that surrounds them, I'm blocking it out because I don't want to deal with the fact that they're gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to win back those good memories because I really want them back. Right. Um, so that's how I'm trying to get through. Yeah. Like, I feel like with me, I probably deal with death through memories. Like, I just stand on our hope. Like, I don't feel like the people that passed away in my family would want us to be sad every day. So, because, like, even, like, my dad's brothers and everybody, like, um, he he lost, like, three of his brothers. Um, and, like, one of them used to come and stay with us. That's where I got my middle name from. His name was Uncle Lee. He used to stay with us. Um, then we had Uncle Gene pass, and then recently it was Uncle Milton. And, like, one day I had a, another brother that passed while they were younger, too, because he didn't have a seatbelt on. So that's why he's always fussing at me about wearing my seatbelt, in which I I'm sorry. Anyway, but no, time the fuck out. I'm sorry. Don't have you, my glasses. Our start where you better start wearing your seatbelt, Miranda. You we live in Atlanta. We live in Atlanta. I know. It's not even what in you like do. Three car accidents exactly. I've been here. You've been I've only been enough. here for three years. It's it's been a it, car accident each year. You guys. It won't even be what you're doing. Someone will just rear in you and make your car flip over three times. Yeah, because they're not paying attention. Wear it. I'm wear your seatbelt. You're not too cool for a seatbelt. The seatbelt will that save I'm too your cool. life. I be mean, really just going with the vibes. <laughs> don't listen to me, <laughs> But <laughs> I don't wear my seatbelt sometimes because I like going with the vibes. That sounds like the beginning of the car accident. Like a little awareness for prom. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going. <laughs> Kids, but, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, um, so I feel like how I deal with it, I just, like, remember them in their best spirit. I really think I block out the death part. Like, I feel like you are still here, just not your physical being. Oh, like, that sounds healthy as shit. You're able to block out here. the death. Like, it's like, you know, you die, but you die, your physical being died. 
Exactly. Your spirit is still here somewhere around. Your kids is part of you. Like, you know, you have memories. Now, I may not, I may have a different point of view. Like, I've never lost a parent. I know some friends that lost a parent or whatever. I haven't lost a parent. So maybe, like, I knock on wood, don't want that to happen. But I just feel like if that was to happen, maybe that have a change of view for me. But I still do feel like I just have to push for it. Like, I know my parents would not want me to, like, live sad. Yeah, I live know. in, like, grief because of them. Like, I don't think nobody who dies, if there is a very messed up person, <laughs> wants you to live in grief after they pass away. Like, they want you to keep going and keep being that same you you was when you was, when they were here. So that's how I like to think about it. I I don't know too many people whose parents have passed in their lives. Um, um, I did in the show that I just was on in the middle of uh the rehearsals, one of our castmates lost their 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 dad. Ooh. Yeah, and um, it also another castmate like when we first started lost their brother. Mm. Um, and man, um. It's just like everyone grieves differently, but I will tell you watching them and just the strength that they they had for them to still show up and like, <laughs> I don't know because I haven't experienced it. And I just feel like it's just you remembering. I feel like when it comes to things that's very traumatic, I think unless it's just a strong being person or whatever, how I personally would feel is I have to get out and do what I was doing before because me sitting here thinking about it, I might go into the deepest, darkest tunnel and then never go back outside. So to refrain from that, it's best to keep going. That's how I personally feel. Some people definitely aren't strong enough to do that. I mean, it was admirable because, I mean, with with a smile on their faces, like uh, that energy of like you're saying, like, you know, they wouldn't want me to. Yeah. Like, and I'm just trekking along. Like, I'm just like, Fucking like, you know, some and people have it and some people don't. Don't. Like, my thing is, and I don't know, because maybe some people call me inconsiderate or whatever, but I do not. Like, when people pass away by people, I just feel like, so now I ask them if they're okay. I know I don't. I feel like that's I, I, that's so cliche. Because I, I, I just do it because I don't want nobody to ask me that. If I lose somebody to be like, are you okay? It's like You can call me if you need to cry. Like, leave me the fuck alone. It's one of those things where... <laughs> Um, I guess it depends on the person. It depends on a person, but for <laughs> me, I'm kind of like you. I'd rather, which was was weird because even with these people at my cast, at the first month was like Zoom, um, because we're all in different states. So like, I'm not like like just because of the way I am and what I want. I'm not really with the are you okays. I'd rather just be able to give a person a hug, give them a hug, crack and, a joke, and just give them. My I just energy like to make way. people laugh. Honestly, I remember like a good story of the person. Like, now we can, like, talk about my grandma. We can, like... And then I'm also a big believer of people coming back to see you in their I, in your dreams. I'm a believer in that, too. And just recently, um, my uncle came and visited me, the one that recently passed in my dream. So it made me feel good. Like, oh, you're thinking of me. You can't even stop by today. Like... What was weird was that, like, I lost my grandmothers a little... A couple years apart, but then, like, like around COVID, like I was losing uncles and aunts, like um, aunt that like I grew up with, and like those are always stri- like th- those always hit differently. They do because <laughs> they're just so used to seeing them around at certain family yeah. functions, 
And I do feel like it would never it never be the same certain time no. after like someone passes away. No. The family just don't be the same. You realize who the people who are really glue in, in a in a kind of way. And it's not to say that And it's the, always the grandma. Well, I would say definitely on my mom's side. Is a grandma. Our grandma is definitely what held it together. Like now, like we used to go on a bunch of like family trips. Mm-hmm. Like family, family, like ex- like cousins, aunts, everything. Now it just be like my mom and then my siblings. It's really cr- it's cr- that's it's who crazy. all that really goes out with us now. But I mean, it's no problem. I love that. That's why I was about to get on too. Like I love that it's kind of growing us closer. Like my brothers and my sisters and everybody, like we're growing closer. So if anything was to happen, we will still have that bond. Like if our mom was to pass, our dad was to pass, we would still it's not gonna what again. We would still have that bond to still be with each other regardless. Like I'm about to go to my first NFL game with my brothers. I'm like excited. That's the po- that's the positive part, um, with with uh death of like matriarchs sometimes or a patriarchs and families is that if you let it be something positive to bring you all closer because that that there's a void now that's that's yeah. beautiful <laughs> and that's why i feel like it's sad sometimes when people pass away and like their kids aren't close like i just feel like the whole family dies when they yeah. die yeah to be honest in my family that's certain things where i realize when certain people are gone i'm like there might not be any reason for us to really connect. <laughs> and if we don't choose to connect, then we will just part ways in a way, which is like sad. Yeah. But that's kind of what happens when certain people, which is, it shows you what kind of pillar they were. Right. But now we're going to talk about celebrity. Okay, let's talk I about celebrity. I don't really know. I'm going to just let you talk. I be feeling like I be sounding so mean, but like... You don't sound mean. A celebrity that have never really affected me. Like, I'd be like, oh, that's so sad. But like, I don't really know you. Really? Okay. Okay, <laughs> Like, my sister, one of my sisters was like heartbroken over Michael Jackson. You would have thought... Her, if Michael Jackson and Kobe, it was a tie. Like, you would have thought she grew up with them in the house with them, knew them since kids, how she like so, passed out. Was so, like, okay. I will say... I would say Kobe death was... It wasn't traumatic, but it was sad. Like, I wouldn't say I cried. Like, I've never cried over a celebrity dying. Tupac and Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, but... <laughs> Tupac and Michael... Tupac And Tupac, remember, I was, like, probably, like, seven or six. But like, I love Tupac, though. That's my man. My, my father had when me... When I go to heaven, me and him getting married. <laughs> I'm so serious. <laughs> my father had me into politics and all of that at a really early age. So, like, even the rap music that he listened to was militant. So, I used to listen to a lot of Tupac songs. But, like, the ones where he's talking about, like, you know, Black Panther shit and revolution and us getting our shit together, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um so even when he died, even as a kid, I understood the significance. And I remember, like, crying. I remember looking out the window and looking out the water after we got the call and crying, yeah. Um, I'm not laughing, but it's I the do. looking out the I window do. crying, yeah. not I, a movie I did. scene. I really did. I remember it. Um, and then Michael J- I mean, I as a kid, just like millions of other people out there, I had the glove, I had the hat, <laughs> Jackson 5 Christmas, <laughs> Michael Jackson, everything, everything Michael Jackson, to the point that when he passed, people called me, like a family member died. People are like, Rome, you good? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, like, 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 this, no bullshit. And um, 
I don't remember really having a cry over Michael though, because okay. I really wanted to see Michael in person. Like, um, it was just like a damn. Type yeah, of thing. it was like, like a like damn. Like, I'm not gonna be able. <laughs> this is how, like, not gonna be able to share my like with my children. Like, this is Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like when he's still performing I mean, but and stuff. Still can. Yeah, which you yeah, which is can. pretty cool. Like but, that man is his music. Like his influence on music is everywhere. Oh look, he's on the wall over there. Mm-hmm. You guys can't see, but <laughs> it's like he he has an influence in everything. Like I was just watching the VMAs he's on the wall over there too. Oh wow! <laughs> I was just watching the VMAs, and I okay, y'all don't kill me. I just learned about K-pop, which stands for Korean pop. Okay, that never knew that was a thing until the VMAs and one of the performers today and tomorrow don't know the name of the group whatever their name is sorry I am not disrespecting like you guys it's like 12 of them in that group ain't it I don't know but they be deep <laughs> it's a lot of them they don't be like 4 or 5 like Backstreet Boys they were like you could tell Michael Jackson had an influence right. on <laughs> right I'm just saying like... bro like it's not surprising like, like yo, they you... had an influence on them like the hee hee ha ha's even the dance moves they were doing on the stage i was like don't get me started that my is look definitely michael let's talk about michael jackson check this out check this out when is the last time you've seen someone be able to perform in front of packing out stadiums not just in america all around the true. world and then people are fainting painting over this man to the point that their security was trained to go lift like picking people out of the audience like he's making people faint faint there will never be another michael jackson there will never be someone that can it i mean across the aisle of religion race everything he brought together a lot of people through music through music and entertainment that's I don't know what that man had on him, but he definitely did. Now that I think about it, another death, Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. Oh, that was sad. Cause just was but unexpected you know how he died. Because I'm so emotional, I cry on movies that's not even emotional. But I just I don't know why I never cried over it. I think I did cry on the movie that the last Fast and Furious that came out and he wasn't there. That's probably the only celebrity death I probably cried on. Cause you know, in in Bernie Mac. I did. You I don't didn't talk cry about Bernie enough. About him. I, I cried. It's like I cried when Soul Man came out, and you know he died right after that movie, and that's literally my favorite movie. So like after I saw the movie, I did shed like a small tear. Like man, this man is not here no more, but he is just pure comedy. So yeah, yeah I think I probably cried, but it wasn't like initially after hearing God, but it'll be like after seeing them acting in their last days like, yeah damn. it's not usually like oh my god it's, it's only summon it's just like the impact like paul walker like it just sucked the way he died it was so like brutal and yeah. then he was like helping people like like it, and it was in the middle of the movie and i was fo- i always follow like the productions mm-hmm. so i knew that they were on hiatus i forgot why they ended up going on hiatus but then there was like uh, a natural disaster and he ended up helping with that instead so it's like a bunch of what ifs and then the car accident and then like even like Angus Cloud from Euphoria uh, this past summer oh, that 25 years old like accidental did you see that it was uh, drug related yeah but it was accidental so they said crazy. it was accidental overdose that, that fit no, I'm not f- I'm not taking. I was so scared when I got in my car accident and they like said that they were gonna give me fit and I was like can't you die they was like it's a by dosage well 
Don't hit a bump while putting that in my IV. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. <laughs> if it ain't if it ain't marijuana, I don't, I'm not touching no other kind of drug out there. I'm yeah, not doing it. I didn't know it was like a medically great thing. Like I thought fentanyl was like some street drug, but well, no. they're cutting. What they're doing is they're cutting like. Um, I think these people are doing coke. I don't know what else they're, they're cutting it with, but they're cutting it with other drugs and they're using that. So if you, if you, for instance, with uh, Mac Miller, I think they said five of the pills that he had gotten, like four of them released. So he, he literally had no chance because he popped like two of them or three. And that's when they talk about the dosage. So like, I, I don't know how it all breaks down, but if you get too much I'm of it, it's a wrap. I'm taking nothing... Nope. Nope. They, I just don't even know because even like they're saying now that the marijuana can be laced with fentanyl, but I'm like, you right. can tell, right? That's you can look I at it and see. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. How shit. is that possible? I don't. I don't believe that. I, I have. When's the last person you talked to that said, "Man, did you hear about so and so that 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 was smoking that blunt and it was laced with fentanyl and they died?" I've I've not heard (laughs) one person tell me that someone's died from marijuana. I just don't understand. That's some political bullshit. I I don't think that that I think the hard stuff. So if you're doing the hard stuff, you couldn't pay me to do hard stuff. I just want to know what's going on. How high are you trying to be? If it's all laced, if they're saying a majority of this shit is laced, if you can't take a break, you. That's like I just heard about this new. Well, I don't know if it's new. I don't know if it's new. Don't beat me up. But something called GABA, GABA is like an antidepressant that people be taking to get high. I guess it makes you sleepy. But it's like a syrup or something. I don't know. I'm I, just like, it's so much drugs out here. All I know if is. If you need to sleep, just just take NyQuil, Benadryl. All, all I know is. Tylenol PM. <laughs> 2013 Molly was the best. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not touching anything that comes in pill form, powder form out this motherfucker. It's green for me. And then acid, they said they come in tabs that you put on your tongue. That's why I'm not doing that anymore. What in the 2013 hell? acid was the best. <laughs> Jerome living his life in 2013, y'all. Because <laughs> I I don't know, like. Oh man, psychedelics was my thing, but if it comes in pill form, powder form, a tab, I'm not touching it because I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing now because all of this back then, you know, we didn't have that much access the way we do with like social media. So everyone thinks they can do shit. I do not need you in a kitchen cooking up whatever you cooking up. (laughs) Nope. Adding their own formula. (laughs) Then put that. some cayenne pepper on there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> to make it taste spicy. <laughs> to make it taste spicy. Oh my god. Um. All right. We talked about everyone kind of grieving differently. Uh. Question number three. Do you believe in heaven or hell? I I really do though. Believe. <laughs> You're just like I really do though. <laughs> you really know what? <laughs> you believe in heaven? I believe hell? in both. You believe. <laughs> Um, because I was reading this book, um, it's called, it's by Soja Slim, I think that's her name, uh, and it's about, it's, it's the ending book from Dakota Spencer, I don't know if the girlies read that book before, about this girl, her name went to Santiago, but in the new book that just came out, basically, like, as soon as she got out of jail, she got shot, and, like, in the book I'm reading, it's, like, her 
I want. I don't know if she's like dead or if she's like in a coma, but she's going through phases. With long story short, the recent part I just read, she was with the devil, and it made me look at it differently because the devil could be the things that you want in life that are not good in God's eyes. So basically, in the scene, she's like in a. She was like she comes to and she comes. She comes to and then she goes into like a pit of darkness where she knows she's alive. She can hear her thoughts, but she can't see anything. So basically at this particular scene, like this guy walks up, he got light and she's like, he's like, you know, talking to her and she's like turned on because it's like her type of man. He's chocolate. He's tall. He's this, he's that. And he comes to rescue her. He's driving her in this car real fast, running basically saying he like because then this other lady pops up and he's like it's his ex-girlfriend but he's like she always finds me we got to get away from her and then she ends up at his house and he's like telling her like you know take a shower but don't get too clean because I want to lick the dirt off you all type of weird shit like that right and like they end up having sex and she said his tongue felt longer than normal or whatever blah 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 had sex right end of it and she said then she feels like she's in the corner and she said she feels like she has no arms and legs right then the lady that was chasing them said that she's about to come and like basically i guess help her or whatever and like blow his house up or whatever and then now the lights come on because once again she's still in darkness even at his house but it's like he has little flames here and there so you can see where you're going but you still can't see what's around and so basically the lady like comes, she blows it up. I'm assuming she's like an angel or whatever. And when she like blows the house up with light and she looks in the mirror at herself, because mind you, when she's, you can tell like she's like a spirit or whatever, because everywhere else she's been, she would try to look in the mirror and she could not like something would happen right before she can get to a mirror. Like, cause you know, when you're dead, you really can't see yourself in the mirror. Yeah. So they say, um, and so when she looked in the mirror, she was a fucking snake. He turned her into a fucking snake. It was the devil. And she was the snake that of the boots she was wearing when she had a jail jail. She wanted some like red python, like Gucci like heeled oh, boots. And he turned her as he fucked her and turned her into a fucking snake. And <laughs> I, I don't know what else is gonna happen. I think I stopped right there. I was like, this shit is too crazy. <laughs> and and <laughs> you're saying that like you believe in things like that happening depending on whatever your journey was here on earth. Yeah. Depending on the sinful things you like. I feel like um I definitely do feel like we're near the end of times. But then it's like I do believe there's a heaven. I definitely do believe that. But I'm tied in between if hell is here or if it's like somewhere else because some people say that we are in hell right now <laughs> so i know some some a lot of people's uh belief on heaven and hell is based in some form of religion um when i took religion in college i got to learn about a bunch of different religions and even as a kid um my father is muslim and my mom is christian but most of my i guess it, it it kind of goes, well, there's a couple Muslims in my father's family, and then they're mostly Christian. So I had a, a strange upbringing where, like, I just kind of embrace everyone's religion and mm-hmm. kind of beliefs, and everyone has different beliefs. But if you really, if you just take the lessons from all these religions, you can find common ground in all of them. I kind of um, believe that. Without all of the stipulations of, oh, it has to be this way. If you just take what the, 
the what the value of it's supposed to be, you can spread that across all of them. Which I feel like is just living right by people and yourself, just having a moral compass. That's literally. That's it. why I, it's like you know, of course, when people ask, like I do say I'm Christian or whatever. I went to Christian church, Baptist, whatever. But at the end of the day, like all the rules that come with it. It's just so contradicting and biased. It's just like politics. It creates division. And so I really don't get into all of that. I just believe that there is a God. And just have a moral compass. You should not be out here robbing, stealing anyway. You should not be out here robbing, stealing, killing anyway. Like, what is wrong with you? What would make you think that's fucking okay? But there's there's a play called The Christians, and I did a scene from it with um, an actress where the whole, um, it's a, a married couple, and in the scene, when we start, it's um, pretty much, I've given a sermon at the church that I didn't run past her. And it was the fact that I didn't believe in heaven or hell, the character I was playing. And they have, there's a point of tension because she's like, you never ran that past me. And she's like, I do believe in heaven and hell. Like, and the fact that you don't believe in those things shows me that there's a real disconnect between us because I never, like, what else don't you not believe in that I believe in? And like, for some people, that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's, I never even actually thought about it because I always, just like you, I believe in like our ancestors and our relatives um being with us all the time if you want to go there we only learn christianity because we was brought over here by them folks but we're just gonna keep on but but if you just go into the spirituality of it before like i've i've felt people that have passed around me so i know that there's something after that after this whether it's this form of whatever heaven or 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 hell that you've you've been taught by whatever religion it is it might be like Um, stranger things uh, the upside down world from you never know for me it's easier to believe in heaven though and not believe in the hell part because the hell part seems like punishment and if we're all if there's some kind of forgiveness for us all and then I guess you can get into, well, where do you think all the, the, the rapists and murderers go and, and stuff? And it's like... They are reborn again to see if they can be a better person. That's what I would think if you're thinking of it as Earth being hell. And if you think about um, reincarnation in, 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 in several lives, yeah, that in, in some way... They might I, be reborn again as a, a bear. They don't have to be a human. So, <laughs> I, so, so I, I, do, I do believe in that. In, in, that, in that second chance, I don't I don't know if anyone's really dying and and going to hell. I I before I believe in hell, I would believe in and it might sound morbid, but there being nothing and there just being darkness because that's the that's the that's the I, and I think I think Tupac said that's something so like that. Scary though. But, I, see, and hell that's, being completely dark and not hot, but <laughs> and and but just a ball I'm, of fire. I how mean, they make it seem? I, I feel like darkness is worse. That's what I was gonna say. I think that's just the most scariest thing. It's just darkness. But think about it. Even us, like they say, you know, um, uh, we we beat out like billion other sperm to 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 to, to impregnate the egg and everything. Mm-hmm. So even in that in that fight, now I don't remember that fight, but I don't remember there just being darkness before. You know what I mean? Oh, like, right. which you is could turn back into a sperm. You, we don't know, but but, it, but that's but the thought of just darkness, like you said, is scarier and just nothing. 
and that's an option for after death. Like everything just stops and that's it. But if you believe in spirituality and you felt the presence of people before, I don't feel like I can sub- completely subscribe but that's to that. The other thing though, so okay. Because then I believe in like paranormal things mm-hmm. and spirits and you have the good spirits and the bad spirits. And so that's I don't even know where I was going at. It's just like weird because heaven and hell, but you have spirits here on earth that could be evil. But then you have the good spirits. So it's like, why are the good spirits here? Or is it the bad spirits that became good once they became a spirit, just wandering aimlessly and but, no one could? So then I think, what's, so what's interesting about that is, and I think that's how you get into dimensions and stuff, and, that, and dimensions that we don't, we don't know about. And that's, and then even when you talk about like timelines and different lives, like, yeah, you, it starts to sound like Marvel, like a multiverse kind of thing. But there's just certain things that we don't understand, things that we can't comprehend. This even is what if you needs to be researched. Yeah, well, even when they talk about animals and they're like certain animals seem like is like they see things sometimes, right? Like, like like they, some species can see things that we can't see, can hear things that we can't hear. It's just different frequencies, really and we true. only use a certain percentage of our brain. So what's to say that we don't know how to turn on to those different frequencies, um, and when you get into all of that talk, like you're, you're like, you know, someone should be <laughs> learning about that stuff and they probably do. But I think a easier way to break that down for the, the masses to understand it is, but to be like, Oh, heaven, hell, uh, purgatory, this, this, that, and they can just be different planes of existence. Hmm. And maybe if your soul is a certain way, you end up in different planes. So it's different levels of heaven. I mean, think think about this. If we all went to heaven, and there's a, there's a, there's there's only billions of people that we know of on this earth, how crowded do you think heaven would be? This is the thing: is that people always think, "What? So, do you think in heaven we'd all just be living equally in luxury? If we could do it in heaven, why can't we do it here on earth?" So, I think it would be tears to heaven. Someone up there would be like, "Hey, man, I don't know. You lived this many years. You did this with your life." I mean, you impacted these many people. There would probably be a criteria for heaven as well. How many times did you Not curse? Well, Tupac said if heaven had a ghetto, I want to be with Tupac <laughs> at Laura. <laughs> so I can meet my man. I'm so serious. <laughs> Wherever Tupac is. See, now Tupac painted a great image of what heaven could be. <laughs> and you know what? For Tupac, heaven probably was like that. <laughs> I, I'm still everyone's still talking about Tupac all these years later him and Michael I, I think they might be good yeah because I'm sorry I'm one of those people that don't believe in the allegations against Michael the FBI investigated him all these people investigated him they never found no evidence they done found evidence in so many other cases if y'all can take bring me to one of these I just feel like like how people say like he didn't have a childhood so he grew up as a kid that's it and when you have traumas like that it's easy for people to exploit you. And if you've seen anything, when you have money and power, people will let you be detrimental to yourself. Hey, I mean, he paying the bills and he worth a billy. Let him let him in a music park. <laughs> like, let him have a zoo. Let him let them kids sleep in his bed. He said it's good. Someone should have been like, Michael, I, I get it, but these people are going to use this against you every time that they can. But also, when you are who you are, and that's the thing. And everyone... That is true. Like they haven't found anything, and even the guy off of Home Alone, even though he did look horrible, 
Um, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, he still said Michael did anything, and he's been dead and gone. And this man looks like a crackhead now that needs money. Oh he still did not lie. No, a lot of them, the people who are saying that's changing their stories, need money now, and they think that they can get it out that out, out of the Michael Jackson Foundation. And I'm just like, and I'm just, just like, stop. if he touched kids, don't you think he would have touched his own? And my thing is, is someone with that much power, and that's the thing is that people forget because he had this persona of, oh, I didn't talk like this and shit. But Michael was a cutthroat businessman too. And if you see anything about these men with that much power, I are they like letting anybody tell them deeper. anything? Oh, it was deeper. But are they are they letting them t- anybody tell them anything? Do you think Michael, even though he put on this persona, do you think Michael's letting niggas tell him, oh, you can't do this? No. Hell no. Do you not know who his dad was? That man's like a switch. Exactly. <laughs> you see Kanye, no one no no one could tell Kanye Nobody to shut up. Kanye he had anything. to lose. It's Kanye Gemini. Don't do don't don't okay, do that. Okay, I'm sorry. Don't do don't, don't do that. I mean, I'm a, my moon and sun and all that, my rising is different, but don't do that. All right. I'm on a cusp. I'm a Gemini cancer. Don't do that to me. All What's right? your birthday? I'm June twenty second, so okay. I'm technically on a cusp. But Tupac was a Gemini. Yeah, I know. June 16th. Now, Amazing man. Now, Kanye, though, it took him to lose his billionaire status for him to shut the fuck up. So this I still feel like he ain't gonna shut the fuck up. He's I mean, still living life, walking barefoot everywhere. Yeah, that man but is he's not been quiet care. for months. He ain't gonna say nothing. For now, nothing. he always going a little hiatus where he shut the fuck up. He gonna be back. He's going to be back. I think, I remember when he kept telling people, oh, you can't tell, you can't talk to me if you're not a billionaire. And look, he not a billionaire no more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Lord will humble you. Exactly. <laughs> and no one is big enough to be humbled. So, but anyways, I, sorry, I went on a, a Michael really? thing. Yeah. I forgot. What we, we were talking, talking about Michael, and um, you, he wasn't allowing businessmen to talk to him any kind of way. But it was, it was something about heaven and hell, but that kind of goes into, do you believe in a spirit, do you believe in a spirit or soul? Um... I guess those are the same thing. Yeah, they? like I would feel like they're the same thing. I feel like they're the same thing, and we definitely both believe in it because we talked about it a couple yeah, of times. Like, I'm gonna Google it now. Google it because I just feel like um, I just feel like like we both don't like going to funerals, but the one thing that I've noticed about funerals and being able to see some of the people I care about in their vessels after they were gone, I can see the light. Like that light, that thing that like made them like spark. You can see the spark is gone. So I know, for me, that there's some kind of spirit or soul for people. So okay. Talk to me. Give it to it us. It says your soul speaks of your inner life in relation to your own experience, your mind, heart, will, and imagination. It also includes thoughts, desires, passions, and dreams. But your spirit speaks of the same inner life in relation to God, your faith. Hope, love, character, and perseverance. Hmm. <laughs> Damn. So. Not what you're looking for? I'm just trying to see how to, like, differentiate the two. Like, so I guess one is connected to God. And the one is more of a humanity. Type mm. of thing. That's interesting because I never really looked. I, I guess that does make sense. Now my question is: When you die, do your spirit and soul separate? So Damn. maybe it's the 
So maybe instead of saying evil spirits, it's evil souls that haunt the earth. Because your spirit Cause they're in wow. touch with humanity, and your spirit goes to heaven or hell. Can you hear me? Was I too far away? No, you weren't too far away. Oh. That's better though. Um, well, because if those are different, then th- there would be different destinations. But then, like you said, like it's split. Are we living? Because I think we do. Because like, we do okay. separate them, soul and spirit. So, but when I think s- of that movie. Uh, Scooby Doo, the first one when they went to. I'm thinking you're gonna see something like Ghost. No. <laughs> when they went to the the uh the amusement park and he had their souls, and he was throwing their souls into different people's body or whatever. But I think of that as souls, right? No, that would be because their thoughts and everything they had this one thing where you can have your body buried and uh, uh they do it in a way where it will sprout into a tree oh yeah i I've think i've seen that before that's the most interesting thing i for think me. my uh my grandma on my dad's side well my it well long so short yeah she they did that with her i think or my aunt's husband wanted to but they grew a tree that's interesting yeah. Yeah. See, I'm thinking I don't about know that. If it was through his body, or if they just grew it as a thing. But yeah, they definitely is a tree in remembrance of him. I donate the organs, but I think the rest of me, I would go, yeah, do that and make a tree. But the way people are out, out here on Earth, just chopping everything down, I don't even know how long yeah, I you're live. Gonna, you're going to be. <laughs> They chopped the tree down in front of the house. You're gonna be. You're gonna have to restart again. It's paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens to my soul. <laughs> you're gonna be paper again. Imagine. That. That's why I try to treat everything delicately. Imagine coming back as paper. That's the worst. You know your lifespan's gonna be like. <laughs> Let one thing mess up on that paper. You're getting balled up. You might have a few sheets, but. <laughs> one thing get messed up you get involved up thrown up you could be like paper. A front, you could be like a table or something you can be a blunt maybe you like your leaves but then that wood part is gonna be somebody's furniture or paper or pencil so that's kind of cool though yeah in a way when you think about it just donate me to science, <laughs> everything. I'm going to make sure I look good. I'm going to have my toes and my nails polished. I might even have eyelashes on for y'all. Just donate everything. Even though I know y'all going to butcher me up. Oh, my God. You just sound so okay with that. It's okay. It's for a good a good reason. I'm going to make sure. <laughs> donate me to science to an HBCU that needs it. cadavers. Well, we we touched on uh, funerals too. Well, well, be, well, interesting question would be, how would you like th- your life to be celebrated once you're gone? I don't even know. I haven't thought that far. I don't even know what I want my wedding to be like. I don't know, honestly. It's so crazy. I think because of so much death in in my life, and especially like um, like this that stigma of oh, like uh, you're not gonna like like. I black really don't think don't- I would want a funeral. This made me look good. Maybe we can have a wake or something. I don't know. I don't think I would want like an open funeral and people just, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I know that I would want more of a celebration. Like, yeah. Like literally like music. Yeah. Listen. Um, have my body in the chair with my legs. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. 
Did you ever seen I'm those videos playing. of those people that like are like they like people are in a club and the body is up? Yes. And nah, are they bro. having on a motorcycle? Uh, don't even do no creepy <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> Y'all might be able to just get away with not even having my body anywhere and just doing the other yeah, stuff and just picture. have a picture up and fucking tell some nice stories and listen to some music and everybody fucking mingle. We've had some technical difficulties on our episode back, so if it's a little choppy, apologies. We'll be back in full swing on the next episode, but this was episode 306, Dealing With Death. I am Jay Schuler, and this is... My rack. We're out here in these streets, streets, and we hope you're having a great weekend and a great week, and we'll see you in maybe a week. <laughs> maybe Hopefully a week. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a week for sure. Alrighty, y'all. Stay black. See ya. <laughs> Peace.